Welcome to Hustle and Faith. This podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics regarding Christianity, health and wellness, beauty, and so much more. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. In today's episode, I have the wonderful opportunity to have Chris back on the show once again. And for those of you that are not familiar with who Chris is, Chris is one of my English students. He is a protein scientist that lives in Germany. And quite frankly, he is such a wealth of information. And so super excited to have him back on the show. Hi, Tosha. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, we are approaching springtime, right? Along with spring comes allergies and our skin is changing. So just kind of curious about getting your take on how we can stay um, healthy and relieving our allergies and in skincare, things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very complex topic, allergies and different kinds of diseases, of course. And they are, what I have learned over time is they're basically based on uh, nutrition. So you can uh, influence your health condition uh, dramatically by eating the the right uh, stuff. That means, for example, if you react to something allergic, so you have to figure out what it is and then change your diet. That's... um, very powerful, of course, yeah. Mm -hmm. So in in terms of, you know what, you just hit on something regarding allergies. So food allergies, and then we have allergies that take place because of the changing weather. So like for me, for example, I do have allergies. Mm -hmm. Um, My eyes are like red. And um, when I go outside and go running, especially during the spring, because of the pollen and all that stuff, is there anything that we can change in terms of both food allergies and, um, you know, just being outside during the springtime? Yeah. Well, so besides nutrition, uh, what you you can do is you can uh, influence your mental health. That means your Hmm. thinking process. Um, I know a lot about um, how the brain works, basically. and one topic what I'm interested in is hypnosis. And hypnosis is able to change habits very fast. Mm-hmm. And for example, if you have an allergy, you can get treated uh, by hypnosis and uh, the symptoms can be reduced. This assumes that everything is based on an, an issue or a, a root, for example. And um, I have seen so many documentaries about uh, hypnosis, for example, mm-hmm. and there was a woman, she had a lot of different allergies. So she was not able to go outside. And um, yeah, she, she was, uh, by the way, a doctor. So she was, um, yeah, well knowledge, of course, but not in this field. And uh, so there's a let's say a hospital here in Germany, they treat um, people uh, by using the hypnosis technique. And uh, so by imagination that she's protected, let's say there's a layer around her. So she was uh, 
she got the suggestion that she will be protected when she go outside. There's a bubble around her and uh, the allergy, um, the stuff cannot approach her, for example. But uh, by this imagination technique, uh, her allergies significantly reduced. She was able to go outside. That's so, uh, that was something I was really surprised and impressed. What is possible by reprogramming or rewiring your mind. Interesting. Okay. And then, so when you say reprogramming, kind of like rewiring your mind, let's mm -hmm. say for example, um, like you're allergic to pollen and, and, and things of that nature yeah. is reprogramming your mind, I, I guess, protect you from those kind of like very real, yeah. if you will, like things that happen when you go outside, if the, the pollen yeah. count is too high. Does that make sense? Hopefully it does. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, the question is, what is the reason for the allergic reaction? First of all, it has to yeah. be figured out. So mm -hmm. uh, it is assumed that 90% of all diseases are based on mental imbalance. That means, uh, for example, asthma, allergy, autoimmune diseases, and any kind of disease. It means uh, if your mind or brain is in imbalance, then something happens in your body. This, this is the theory. That's uh, not my theory, my personal theory. That's a theory uh, from um, um, scientists or let's say uh, psychologists. They use uh, the hip, uh, hyp uh, hypnosis uh, technique. And um, yeah, sometimes you have maybe experienced uh, something negative or you have a trauma. And this trauma, for example, um, has an impact on your body. Uh, for example, a pain or allergy, or it is assumed that also autoimmune diseases are based on this, for example. This is, um, it seems to be a connection between your mind and your, the relation of, of your body. To give you an example, mm -hmm. maybe you have heard of um, Wim Hof, no. also called Iceman. So he is able to fully com uh, control his body that means um, he is able to expose his body to cold. Hmm. He uses uh, three, oh, let's say there are three pillars behind that commitment, breathing, and cold exposure. That means he's able to expose his body for maybe two hours um, cold, four degrees ice water. It's and his core temperature doesn't change. This, uh, this happens by his control. He takes control over his body by his mindset. Mm. And uh, he shows me or shows us what is possible if you train your mind, for example. So that's a powerful tool to make everything possible. Um, 
yeah, it's awesome. Uh, you can Google him, Wim Hof, yeah, the Iceman. Okay. And uh, he also gives um, courses on his technique. And so he, he says that if you expose your body to the cold, uh, you probably won't get sick. I can imagine that because um, your, uh, your body, your immune system starts to work pretty, is trained, is being trained um, by the cold, you know? And um, it, it's very powerful technique. Uh, maybe I, I will try this technique as well. So I have tried uh, hypnosis. I am able to hypnotize myself as well as other people. Uh, I'm not pro a professional. Mm -hmm. However, I learned that um, by myself and also practice EFT. Uh, that's the abbreviation for emotional freedom technique. This is based on, uh, we talked already about that, uh, acupuncture. This is the basis So yeah. you tap. You yeah. don't use needles, you use your fingers and tap different acupuncture points. And uh, then you accept your issue while you're tapping and then the issue is released or reduced at least. And that's very powerful. So um, nutrition plus um, mindsets or a balance of your mind, mm -hmm. these two components are very important uh, when, you, when we're talking about diseases. So in your opinion though, um, is there one component that's greater than another? So for example, we spent a lot of time talking about the mindset from a nutrition standpoint, what should we be focused on in order to make sure that there's uh, a correct balance, if you will? And yeah. if, if, if one is greater than the other, which one do you think is, is more important, the mindset or the nutrition? I, I think mindset takes uh, or has influence on nutrition and vice versa. It's, uh, it uh, complements some, somehow. Uh, one example, for example, there, I watched a documentary on, on diet. Mm -hmm. So, and what is possible if um, prisoners or uh, in a prison um, get um, another food, for example, higher quality, it has turned out that the violence was reduced by 30% only by adding vitamins or uh, minerals into the food. Really? So gives, yes, that's significant. That's not, um, they had a control group and they had the other group that gave them the supplements, let's say. Oh, wow. And th that shows me that nutrition plays a big role. I mean, on, on behavior, of course, because they were less violent, the prisoners. And um, yeah, hmm. it's very important. And I, I mean, less violence, it means uh, it changes your mind. And if, yeah, it's a kind of balance, mindset or mind plus or... Um, um, nutrition. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's, that's interesting. So just kind of curious, getting back to, I think it was called the Iceman you mentioned. I yes. Guess. Yes. Okay. 
So most people, and I know you and I, and you and I have had this conversation, associate getting sick mm-hmm. by doing things like going outside with cold in the cold with wet hair or taking a cold shower. So a lot of that is interesting. So according to, to this study, and just kind of curious about your opinion too, it sounds like you agree with this, but the cold actually helps to build your immune system? Uh, not to build, but to improve, let's it's say. Strengthen to, to, tra- to, tra- to train, you train your immune system. Got it. It's, uh, you expose your body to extreme conditions. That's mm-hmm. the cold, right? Yep. So by doing that, your your body is well trained and uh, can yeah is stronger than when you don't do anything if you let's say don't move at all don't exercise mm-hmm. then you have the wrong food you have a lot of stress that's very bad of course uh, you have to change your life um, gradually mm-hmm. and um, that's very difficult I mean, um, changing habits, it takes time, but you have to see the aim or the goal in front of you. Mm-hmm. Then, it's, uh, then you know why you do that, for example. Yeah. The Iceman, of, of course, um, is a very good example that he, he doesn't get sick, although he climbed mountains uh, more or less uh, with a short only, yeah. Real? Wait, a shirt? Yes, yes. yes. You can uh, watch uh, the video oh, wait, on that. Send me this. I, I definitely, I want to make sure that the audience, um, I, I need to see this myself. <laughs> uh, you can, you can <laughs> of course, you, see, you can see that on YouTube. Uh, if you put in uh, uh, Wim Hof and Iceman, oh, then you will uh, see a lot of videos. Uh, okay. And then you will be surprised what is possible. Uh, and he gives, yeah, he's awesome. I mean, yeah, I have a lot of respect. That's wow. For sure. so, so you know what? That, that kind of brings up uh, an interesting situation that we obviously have going on right now because of COVID. Um, a lot of people, well, I, I don't even know how to pose this question, but some people have this and what I feel is a false sense of security in terms of wearing a mask, right? So yeah. even outside in certain countries, they're told to wear a mask when they exercise and things of that nature in order to prevent them from getting sick. What mm-hmm. are your thoughts on that? Because based off of what you just said yeah. regarding um, Winhoff, I believe is his name. Yes, um, yeah. That it sounds to me like the whole mask approach is counterintuitive, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, uh, wearing a mask while I'm exercising, it's very difficult. You cannot breathe properly or deeply enough. So the mask gets wet as well. Sure. Um, sure. That's a problem. I mean, if you keep distance to other guys, for example, yeah, yeah then... Y- in my opinion, and you're outside, it's not necessary to wear a mask. That's what I thought too, yeah. Um, so it doesn't make sense. Um, I mean, uh, the probability to infect someone, if you are positive, for example, outside is 
strongly reduced, of course. Um, we say here, if you approach somebody even very close, um, you have to talk to him maybe for a couple of minutes and then he has to spit you, for example, or on you, <laughs> on, on, you on you, on you, yeah, yeah. on you, on you, of course. Uh. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, then you can get infected. But overall, a mask outside, like I, I, I like to play soccer. Yeah. And uh, I play on a football team. So we, we don't wear masks. It's yeah. not possible. I mean, so yeah. now we have a, lock, a lockdown. Mm -hmm. So we are not allowed to go and play oh, soccer. Wait a minute. Did you guys reverse? I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Since November last year, we have a lockdown because um, the infection rate uh, has increased. And um, yeah, there was uncertainty if the hospitals uh, can manage that. Mm. I, I don't know. Um, a lot of guys have been vaccinated already. So um, it's um, you can decide whether or not you want the vaccine sure. from Moderna or what else. What you yeah, you can select one. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, until now, it's not possible. But in the future, and there are some guys that don't want get vaccinated at all. They have um, doubts. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can understand that. Mm -hmm. uh, very, <laughs> very, very, very quickly developed. On the other hand, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's a problem. Uh, we have a lockdown here, and um, so we are not. The gym is closed right now, so I exercise. I um, know this. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, and I exercise at home. I have okay. Uh, yeah different things I can use in order to strengthen my body sure. my muscles I stretch a lot yeah there's another thing if you are stressed out for example your muscles are shortened and it's very important to stretch your muscles of so all, 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 all your muscles I mean <laughs> not only your leg muscles because I play soccer I use basically my legs but it's mm -hmm. I, I also stretch my torso, my neck and everything. It's very important uh, because, um, yeah. And we talked about nutrition and in this context, magnesium, especially magnesium citrate is able to relax your muscles if they are under tension. Before I go to bed, for example, um, before you go to bed, you can take uh, magnesium and um, it also helps to better sleep because okay. your body relaxes. Um, yeah, that's very important. Um, may, there, many people are not able to let it go. And yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah something is uh, going on in their head and thinking that's totally normal. But um, after a certain time, you should be able to completely relax and one um, option is magnesium. Uh, what you can also do is to listen to calming mu music, for example, mm -hmm. something like that to slow your, uh, yeah, yeah, to slow you down, or to, to not, yeah, no, I, 
to slow yeah. you down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's interesting. So magnesium citrate does that. Now, is that actually better than um, melatonin? Because I always heard oh. that melatonin was better for. Okay. Melatonin is a hormone, whereas magnesium is a mineral. Uh, melatonin is uh, built from uh, the amino acid uh, tryptophan. Tryptophan is contained in protein-rich um, turkeys. F- foods. <laughs> yes, yeah. For example, turkey. If you have a deficiency, usually if you eat everything or you have a good um, diet. Mm-hmm. then you shouldn't have a melatonin uh, deficiency oh. uh, because uh, uh, tryptophan, tryptophan is converted into, it's an amino acid that's also in Turkey, um, is converted into mel- melatonin or serotonin. Yeah, Serotonin mm-hmm. is uh, the hormone uh, that makes you happy, that makes you feel happy okay. during the day, for example. And another amino acid is um, tyrosine. Tyrosine hmm. uh, is converted into dopamine. Dopamine makes you also happy. This is dopamine. For example, if you eat chocolate, yeah, you feel yeah. great, right? You know that. <laughs> <laughs> of course, but if you eat too much of it, you look in the mirror and you're like, what went wrong? <laughs> I was too yeah. happy. <laughs> yeah, that's another issue. Yeah, right. However, if you eat, for example, therefore, uh, I said mindset and nutrition are connected somehow because what you eat is connected to a feeling. Mm. So it means if you're stressed out, you have to compensate that somehow. That means there are people, okay, they smoke, they drink, or they, they play sports, different uh, approaches. There's another group, uh, for example, they eat chocolate. And um, chocolate produces the happy hormone, dopamine, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. And then they feel great. That's, that's awesome. I mean, I also have the experience with dopamine, of course. However, if uh, you have to eat um, an amount that is not healthy, because uh, this dopamine peak is very short. That means... You're happy for, let's say, 10 minutes, and then it's gone. This feeling is gone. You have to reload. That means you have to take another piece of chocolate. That's a, that's a problem, you know, that uh, you, you cannot stop. You want this feeling all the time. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you tend to eat too much of chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You can use, for example, tyrosine. Or tyrosine, uh, the amino acid, you can buy it. So this is this is converted into dopamine. Also, for example, if you crave chocolate, you can eat um, bitter things like dandelion, oh. dandelion tea. Yeah, that cuts that, the cravings for chocolate. Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, that's uh, uh, there's a let's say a series of documentary on this. It is called uh, the Nutrition Doctors here in Germany, and I, I saw all um, episodes. And uh, there was a guy he had um, severe stomach issues. 
yeah mm-hmm. and he craved chocolate he couldn't stop and he didn't have problems with his weight but with his um mood he was very stressed out and everything due to his wrong diet and uh, he couldn't stop eating um chocolate and um okay the, the doctor gave, gave him the advice to a drink um uh bitter tea for example huh. and uh you can also use bitter liquid yeah you can take different herbs extract um the ingredients alcohol for example 40% at least i have done that and then uh, you let it um, incubate it's very technical or you let it stand for for weeks and the ingredients are extracted from the herbs and then you have um, yeah a cocktail of different bitter uh, stuff yeah and then you separate the herbs from the liquid and then you can use that if you crave chocolate for example then you use this liquid you add some drops in your water and then yeah usually the the craving is gone and um yeah that's that's in some remedies you can use in order to trick your body that's interesting so the the dandelion Dandelion, I guess, has so many different uses because I read somewhere that dandelion root is actually good for like detox, like for your liver, yes. for yes. your liver. So I guess it, this, this probably plays into it. Am I right on that? Like helping you crave your chocolate cravings actually helps with the liver and all that detox as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my for God. example, I think dandelion, it should be dandelion. I dandelion. think so. Before I say something wrong. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it's bitter. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, so. yeah, dandelion. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is bitter. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you have to go. Yeah, you have. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, dandelion, for example, or other kind of herbs, other kinds of herbs. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, um, now that I'm thinking about it, what about bitter melon? Does that help with? cutting down like the cravings as well. Cause I read somewhere where that actually helps more so with diabetes, but since mm-hmm. it's bitter, could that also help with cravings for chocolate? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, um, so I don't have that issue. So that's yeah, me, sure. I have this, uh, this liquid, but uh, this liquid is also very good for digestion, for example, yeah? Uh, you're, before you eat something and you take bitter liquid or bitter tea uh your stomach is prepared for digestion you know mm-hmm. and that's very good we 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 too not enough bitter stuff so we have to eat um sweet things salty things oily things different and one uh, um component is the bitter stuff and we should take this as well. That's interesting. You're right. I I don't eat. Yeah. I I don't eat enough bitter things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. mainly because of the taste. I wonder if someone could create something that's bitter that really tastes good, that'd be great. Like even, <laughs> yeah. um, I've had dandelion tea before and I, it is definitely an acquired taste. Uh, <laughs> it, it is very bitter to me. Um, yeah. And that's so bad because I'll add sugar to it, which totally yeah. gives the purpose, I get it. But um, yeah, you're right on that. We don't eat a lot of things that have bitter that have a bitterness taste to it, but that is what mm. we need to do. Mm. Yeah, the problem is when you eat processed food, for example, we talk about uh, uh, cravings, right? Mm -hmm. So the problem is with processed foods is uh, they trick your body. So you, basically you are full, yeah? Yeah. So uh, you don't stop because this processed uh, food contain... Um, some components that makes you or that makes you your body yeah not to recognize if it's full you know you cannot mm. it um, it's um, yeah dangerous let's say because uh, you don't stop eat much more than you eaten yeah for example you eat more than what you're normally um yeah what that's good what you normally should is what you're saying yeah yeah but your body is not able to recognize okay i'm full there are some signals it uh, are they are sent to your brain and if you eat uh, processed food for example your body is not able to recognize these patterns you know and you eat much more so your brain is tricked by processed food that's uh, the bad thing about processed food if you eat natural products like yogurt vegetables and let's say meat, fish, and so on, you can determine, mix the things up, and then you can be sure that if you are full, you're full, yeah? There's mm -hmm. no way okay. that uh, you are tricked because, um, uh, for example, processed food contain a lot of sugar as well. E hidden sugar, for example, and that hidden sugar makes you crave more and more. That means if, even if you think you are eating something very healthy, you have to look at the label. That's a problem. They contain things that make you feel or you, it, it makes you addicted to this stuff. So you cannot stop. That's a, that, that's a main issue. You have to recognize this, um, these foods, for example, mm -hmm. and then change, yeah your diet. That's very important. Yeah. I, I feel like it's easier just based off of our conversations that we've had. I feel like it's so much easier for you to, um, get all of the ingredients that are in your food overseas than over here. It seems like over here in the U S we, we know that we put a lot of crap in our food that we shouldn't. And so a lot of people have been trying to get more wise in reading those ingredients, but at the same time, we don't really have standards in place that are good, in my opinion, that are conflict-free, if you will. Like the FDA is a joke, um, at least over here. That's the Food and Drug Administration. So they're supposed to be looking out, and I'm using air quotes when I say that, for our good. Um, but yet and still, they don't put in the ingredients like, oh, there's MSG, there's... Um, some of these other ingredients that have been known to cause cancer, they don't call those out in our foods. But it's interesting when we go to export those very same products that we sell over here to a country like Germany, like where you're at, or 
any of the other countries that are in Europe, you guys don't take it. It's interesting to me. Like uh, some of the foods that we keep over here are not um, accepted by your country. So it's, it's interesting how, um, I guess, how do we, how do we get around certain things like that? If that makes sense, mm-hmm. you yeah. have the ability to see those ingredients so easily on your, your packaging, but over here, it's kind of difficult. So are there maybe key things that we should be on the lookout for? Or yeah, the, pro- <laughs> the, pro- the problem is um, even if uh, you see the label, you have to understand uh, the description, you know, yeah. because there's a lot different kinds of sugar. You have maltose, you have glucose, you have lactose. I mean, or saccharose, for example, or xylitol, erythritol, and so on. And um, you have to recognize, is it a sugar? What is that? You have to Google that, you know? And uh, even, for example, meat or salami, you know? Salami is a kind of meat, is in very thin slice, um, and you put it on, on a bun or bread, and this is to, supposed to be very uh, unhealthy here in Germany, even if it is prose- uh, produced here. It has the same, uh, it, or let's say it's as unhealthy as smoking. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it is known, but they sell that stuff. And... Uh, if you eat too much, you can get cancer, of course. Yeah, oh. that's a problem. I mean, there are different uh, kinds of meat that are not healthy, like uh, pork. It's not healthy to eat, and there are other things. Yeah, the, it's very complex. You have to inform yourself, and you have to take time for that. I mean, for me, it's a hobby. Yeah, I yeah. can look everything up and look for and understand. Uh, I know the formula more or less. And then I came and uh, I see immediately if there's sugar, what kind of sugar, what percentage, is it okay? I mean, up to 5%, for me, it's, it's okay. If it's above, then maybe you shouldn't eat too much of it. You cannot completely uh, avoid sugar. However, there are diets like keto. Keto is um, avoiding sugar at all. So you don't, you are not allowed to eat any kind of sugar. So that's not applicable to me. Yeah, very difficult. It's, I think you have to find a balance between eating sugar uh, foods, for example, but on the same time to eat a lot of vegetables. That's you get the most vitamins or minerals from vegetables and um, or fruits, for example. And the other stuff, uh, I think 80% or maybe 70% of your diet should be um, vegetable or fruit-based, in my opinion. Mm. All right. Well, Chris, I, I mean, you know, I could talk to you all day uh, in terms of like uh, learning, just, I I learn so much every time I speak with you. So I really do want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule 
to share all this information with us. And especially when it comes to nutrition and the importance of changing our mindset, because the two really do go hand in hand. And I really wanted to have this particular episode because um, right now, especially in the US, everyone is so excited for spring. Spring is on everyone's mind and trying to get in shape and you know our mindset and nutrition. I mean, you can't get in shape without that. So I just want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to share your information with us. I appreciate it. No problem, uh, Tasha. You're welcome. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed listening to Hustle and Faith and would like to support the show, please consider sharing it with your friends, leaving a review, donating, or making a purchase at Starring You Crew, our fitness apparel shop. Remember, if you're everything to everyone, the risk be no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.